Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about embedded and IoT and security and all that other cool stuff. I'm here for this week's five minutes with discussion. This week, my guest is Mahendra Taylor, and he is a technology leader for Lair Technology. Good afternoon, Mahendra. How are you? Good afternoon, Rich, and uh, I'm fine, and I hope you are too. I am, thank you. Um, and I'm very happy to have you here because you are involved in something that's one of my favorite subjects, um, for both for good reasons and for bad reasons, um, and that would be Bluetooth Mesh. Uh, yeah. I'm a believer that Bluetooth Mesh has a huge amount of potential. I think it's, since everything already has Bluetooth in it, or has, has it installed already, it's, it's a no-brainer to just extend this into a mesh configuration. However, it just doesn't seem to work. Um, I know I've, I've worked with some of the early adopters, but there was just so many problems. Um, are we going to get this sorted out, and is this going to be the panacea that I hope it's going to be? Oh, yes. I'm very confident that there are very, a lot of very smart people who are working on, on, uh, on making this uh, uh, the technology to get, in, get involved with uh, going forward. I was at, uh, at the Bluetooth conference last year, uh, this year, and I was surprised that the, the buzz was via mesh. It seems to have the potential for answering the, uh, the, the solution for many of the problems out there. Okay. But Wi-Fi works so well, and you're probably going to tell me that it takes too much power, but, I'm, but there's been a lot of advances lately. Why wouldn't we just use Wi-Fi throughout these different um, uh, environments, whether it's industrial in a building or in, or in the home setting? That's a good question. Um, the Wi-Fi tends to be something you'd use for using, uh, for sending a lot of data at high speed. Um, and, and, and the way it sends data, the, the RF um, that it uses, Bluetooth is better because it is, it is designed to send small bits of uh, amounts of information and has the ability to, to go further and penetrate further. So from that perspective, um, th 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 that is the main reason I'd, I'd advise people to use Bluetooth. Okay. So let's talk about some of the connection issues that uh, I was seeing and other people are seeing with respect to Bluetooth Mesh. Um, what's the solution, and, and is it being worked out? Oh, I'm glad you asked me that question because uh, there are no connections. Um, it, 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 it just uses... Uh, adverts to communicate the messages in a in a in a managed flood nature, and um, given there are no connections, the messages are relayed over adverts, and so over many hops, the message will eventually get through, uh, and and you've got uh, you go on from there. So there are no connections unless, by the way, you want to use something called the uh, a mesh over uh, over GAT, but that but that 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 is something uh, just a minor detail. So, should I be waiting for the next revision of this, or is this ready for prime time today? If I'm a developer, oh, it is ready for prime time. And frankly, my only uh, res uh, not reservation, but frustration is that I'm, I'm, we're waiting for uh, the stacks to come along that are fully featured. Um, I work with many uh, chipset vendors, 
and they are currently working on those stacks. And you can see progress being made, uh, but once, once that, uh, that progress is fully achieved, it's going to be very exciting. And what sort of time frame are we looking at for that? Okay, so I think one or two chipsets are only, uh, sorry, one or two uh, suppliers are already there, and a few are getting there. So my gut feeling is by April next year, every chipset manufacturer will have a BLE mesh. And, and also add on that it's not even tied to a chipset manufacturer. There are other projects like the Zephyr project that, that have an open source BLE mesh stack. Um, so that's very exciting as well. Okay, tell me about backward compatibility. Okay, so um, as long as the device is 4.0 and onwards, it'll work. There are currently, in the current Bluetooth mesh spec, uh, version 5 features are not used. And that's the exciting thing because when they start using it in the next version of the early mesh spec, it'll give them even more features. Okay. Now tell me what Laird's contribution is in this space. Okay. We, as you know, we, um, oh, sorry, you wouldn't know, but we, we design um, BLE modules and we have a, a one called, uh, one which is a BL654 and we have um, engineering firmware that's available for those modules that people can design and test their mesh application in a very short manner. Uh, because we provide a programming interface uh, that uh, that does not require in-depth firmware knowledge to be able to create your application. In fact, in fact, I, I, the, 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 my key my message to all mesh developers is: think of a mesh node as as a as a Twitter of uh, of a thing a thing that tweets. You just send a message out, and you you listen for messages and action those messages. Sounds good to me. I hope you're telling the truth because uh, I've been waiting for this for a while. Oh, you'll be excited. And if you use, by the way, of the layered module, I guarantee you, you'll be able to create your first mesh network within hours. Guaranteed. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank Mahendra. That was Mahendra Taylor. He is the technology leader at Laird Technology. And I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Hope you have a great day, Mahendra. Thank you. And thank you.